Yep, that's right. We're going to go to former Tiger and Warriors great part-time SENZ co-commentator Blake Ashford. He joins us on the line this morning. Mate, just after Friday night's game, how better do you think the Warriors can get? Oh, mate. Uh, you know, we spoke about the top eight at the start of the year. I think we've got to start talking about the top four, don't we, Tempe? Yep. Um, their next month's going to be tough. I'll tell you that. They've got a lot of top eight teams. But the run home after the bye looks uh, pretty enticing. And the way they're playing, I'd, I'd put them against anyone at the moment. It's just the confidence in the team. Um, I think sky's the limit this year. Do you, do you think that you've seen Adam Fanua Blake and Tua Harris play any better, mate? A, a guy said to me on uh, on Saturday... He can't. Um, he can't see like the team being played into so much form getting any better. Like they're all across the board playing well, but especially for Noah Blake and Toru Harris, how well are they going? They're, they're unreal, and they sort of lead the pack at the start. And it and it's so good that you have people there that also do their job. But you know, you don't hear too much people, uh, too many people uproar in the back. There could be a lot of conflict because you've got Bunty Afoa only playing twenty minutes, but he gets on, does his job. And allows those stars to shine off the back of like a quick play the ball. You've got Tohu running the attack sort of through the middle. And then you've got Adam, who's just a, a beast that's so hard to stop. But not only that, then you've got Dylan Walker, who comes off the bench and adds foot speed, um, great ball playing skills in that middle forward. I think just the whole pack in general, just keeping it simple, doing whatever makes them good, which in turn makes the team good. Blake, they say you see a lot from a team, particularly with the way they defend. And their top five on the defensive in terms of stats. On the edge has been somewhere that we've had to make a, a ton of improvement. You've played in the centres, mate. What is it that we're doing so well on the edge defence that is stopping and nullifying this opposition that poses so much potential uh, attack weapons? Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, Izzy, when, you, when you're in the, the backs and you usually get scored on, you, you look to the forwards to blame them for not pushing up in the middle, and uh, it's never your fault. But this time, I think you've got to give them credit as well, because the work they're doing from the inside, um, the pressure Maratha Niakore is putting on players, um, both edges, actually, even Jackson Ford's been outstanding this year. Just the pressure they put on the halfbacks to play early is just really given the outside edges a lot of time just to, to read the plays. Um, and plus, you've got to give a lot of credit to the Warriors coaching staff. Obviously, a lot of uh, video work and study on teams have been done just the way they nullify plays. So to be sitting top five or top three, wherever they are now, defensively is, um, is massive. It's a massive turnaround. And they actually look better when they've got 12 on the field. Hey, <laughs> hey Blake, when you when you... Um, you're looking at the competition this year. What what is the change in the competition that has you know everyone so excited? I think between one and um, who's sitting first and twelfth, there's only eight points separating the lot, which is a couple of games before you're back in the eight. But why why is it so close? What's a, what's the one change to this year's competition that uh, you can see has uh, made that result? Are those results that ladder look the way that it is? Um, I I do think. That the the penalty and the the six to go. You know, last year they gave six to go all the way up the field. I think the penalty out of trouble sort of changed that a bit, and given teams a lot more chances to attack. Um, apart from that, can be it's so hard to sort of dissect at the moment. I think the quality of players. You know, a lot of teams like you, you look at the Warriors. They've gone through the tough trials over the first or the last couple of years to make them so resilient 
now. And I think there's a lot of teams going through that. Um, I think the quality of players just picked up as well um, as we've come out of COVID, the other end of COVID, where a lot of a lot more footballs being played, a lot more rugby league competitions are up and about. So we're getting that exposure to a lot more rugby league. And like you said, look, the Rabbits were first or three weeks ago. They're now eighth. Um, and it's the competition we're all after. Um, you know, we love it and you don't know who's going to win most weekends. Jason Paris come out and uh, with his tweet, we know exactly what went on there. Do you feel like since then, the Warriors are slightly getting the rub of the green in terms of uh, decision-making out on the field? Uh, not really. Is he? I, mm. I did the game the other week with the Raiders and they had two players in the bin and the Raiders did the exact same thing and didn't get a player in the bin. But I, I, I don't mm. think it's as blatant as one of the games that we saw. Um, definitely not as blatant as uh, the Crusaders game on the weekend where they were given the title. Um, but yeah, you know, Mason's, uh, a bit like Ashley Klein in your, t- in your Instagram the other day, eh, mate? Come but, on, oh, you got a hiding. <laughs> I, 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 had, I, I, was, I was very intoxicated and I deleted them this morning, all right? <laughs> well, I've seen it. Yeah, a lot of people did. Hey mate, let's 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 stick to the to the Warriors. Hey, not about your tweet, not about your tweets. You leave them alone when you're having a beer. Hey mate, they've got they've got Parramatta, the Sharks, the Raiders, um, and of course South Sydney this Friday night sold out. Like I have, I think it was 2002 was the last time they sold out a game um, before the, before the offices open on the Monday morning. That's the tough month uh, month that you're talking about. But then they've got the Titans, the Tigers the Manly Seagulls, St. George Dragon, and the Dolphins to run home and finish off. Mate, what's the most important thing between now and the end of the season if they're to make the four? Um, I, I just think that this next four weeks, look, look, we can look at the back end and this would be the best position we've been in in a while where we don't have to win five out of the next six to make the finals. If we're, they can win at least two of this next four Going into the bye, I think it really sets you up for a run home um, to go into the four. And I really think this next month is important. You're going to get a South Sydney team who's, after getting embarrassed yesterday, will want to, you know, come out and say, "Hey, we're not all about Latrell. We do have other star players." So it's going to be a big clash. Um, and look, the, the other teams. There's a couple of teams that are up and down at the moment, and I think we're getting right. Uh, we're, we're getting good at the right time of the year. Just on the Warriors, Blake, and that game against the Dragons. Um, well, it's more about the Dragons than the Warriors, to be honest. I mean, there's, there's, it's an absolute dumpster fire over there at the moment. What did you make of Ben Hunt's performance? As somebody who's been a professional footballer before, you know the guy's told the club he doesn't want to be there. He's asked for a release. They've said no. He suited up after Origin that game too, mate. Should he have been on the park? What would you have been doing if you were coach? Oh, look, it's tough. Um should he have been on the park? I don't know. Well, it's up to him. He's, do you have another better number seven there? Probably not. But then men, mentality is another thing. Like, is his head really in the game? I don't think so. Um, it's, a, it's a tough one. But I think if, you, if you're trying to win a game, Ben Hunt's probably the man that you want. He is the captain there. And look, kudos to him for front, even fronting up after the game to the press conference. But I think the quicker it all gets done, the better for the Dragons. Um, at least then they have a clear path and they know who their next stars or the next seven are going to be. I just think, yeah, it, it was a tough one, a tough situation, but 
obviously as the player you would have wanted to play. Um, and if Coach Carr looked uh, rookie to the coaching gig, you sort of want to play a, an origin player in that position. Mate, every week we, we're talking about the same players because they're consistently so good. Sean Johnson, you got Dallin Martinez-Elizzi, oh. Aidan Fenor-Blake. But is there anyone else that is so important to this puzzle that doesn't get the accolades that he deserves? Who is that person? What's he doing so well? Um, oh, there's a couple of people. Can't be, uh, sorry, Izzy. <laughs> um, look, I, I already mentioned Bunty, who's not moaning about only getting 20 minutes and being solid, but you've got Wade Egan at uh, holding that middle third down. You love Wade Egan. Important. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I knew you'd get him up. <laughs> look, he's, he's such an important piece around that middle third, uh, defensively as well. Um, but look, the, the one for me is the buy of the year, Jackson Ford. I, uh, this yeah, bloke is, mate, he is, he's so strong, he's powerful, quick on his feet. Um, and look, bit of sweet for him. The Dragons let him go, didn't want him. Um, and he's just gone leaps and bounds this year. Uh, he's been amazing. And I think when he's at second row, the Warriors are looking real strong. Yeah, Jackson Ford, mate. I, I dare say players player, and we know this, Blake, when you sit in the change room and you're handing out your your, your points for the players player during the week, Jackson Ford's name is probably at the top of the list um, leading that, uh, given, given the way that he's played this year. Mate, I don't know if anyone's asked you, but New South Wales, they're in a heap of trouble going into game three, and uh, I know you're a mad New South Welshman, but I got asked a question this morning when I came when I came in, and the boys said, where do you go as far as the coaching goes? Like, they've talked about Gould and bringing Maddie Johns in and giving Bellamy and, and Ricky Stewart back the um, the reins. What what do you think needs to happen? Because I think there's, you know, it doesn't matter who takes a coaching role over next year if uh, Freddie does lose it because I think they've got bigger problems than that. Where do you think they need to, f- and how do they fix that? It's a tough one because I was sort of like you, Kempi, I when everyone said fire Fittler, but I was like, yeah, but who do you bring in? Um, you need someone who's going to bring a, a bunch of blokes together in such a, a short amount of time. So, so uh, you, you're going to need a character, but someone who really knows the game and for me, I'd, I'd be bringing the brothers in. I know they're feuding at the moment and everyone's having a laugh at them, but I'd be bringing Maddie and Andrew Johns in to coach. Um, I, I just think Maddie, the character that he is, Andrew Johns, the character that they are, they can, they can bring a team together in such a short amount of time and those two know the game inside out better than most, to be honest. So that's where I'd be going. Um, for me, the, on the other side of it, Kempi, the combinations don't work for me. Um, you want to go with the Penrith combination. Yes, it's great at Clubland. How many games have they won of origin? Mm. You know, even when you look at Queensland, who dominated for so many years, yes, they had a Slater and um, Cameron Smith and Cooper Cronk, but but Thurston was there. Lockyer was there before Cooper Cronk. You know, like, so it wasn't always that combination. I just think, for me, you need to pick the best players. Campbell Graham should have been a centre. Um, I think they're unlucky Latrell didn't play, but you just got to pick the best players. Mm. I think that's the thing New South Wales need to, to worry about. Yeah, Dylan Edwards, mate, should be the fullback too. I think he's, he's you know, if he continues to play, he'll t- end up passing to Desco, but I thought he should have at least been in that second squad on the bench. He could have played centre um, a hell of a lot better than Cookie. Yep. Mate, just on, on the Broncos losing yesterday too, they sit top of the table, um, but they show that little bit of a... I guess in soft underbelly, and uh, we see Reese Walsh come out and, and play up, play up like he did a couple of times here at the Warriors. Is he is he 
Uh, is he the one to derail the Broncos' trip to the finals this year? Oh, I'm not too sure. Every time I've seen them lose a game, Kempi, it's been because their forwards have been dominated. So to me, if your forward pack can come out, I saw it the first time the Raiders um, belted them up there. It was just the forward pack just went straight after him. So, yeah, look, he, he does get a little hot-headed and he does some things that might not come off, but then you all also you've seen them come off as well. So you're like, hey, if it does come off, you've got to look at it that way. Um, for me with Reese Walsh, um, look, I, I just think the way to get after the Broncos is the forward pack. Um, I think Reese Walsh will have a hard talking to by Kevy after the weekend and I don't think we'll be seeing that again. Yeah, uh, you've got to ask, um, Blake, how good do you reckon Sean Stevenson's going to look in a Dolphins jersey next season? Oh, oh, mate. And what numbers are you going to have on his back? He, not... oh, he can have whatever he wants. Come on over. What, what, what is it? Shooter. Come on, Shooter. Mate, there's a jersey waiting. You look good in red. Don't worry about the black. <laughs> you look good down here. 100% red down here. <laughs> oh, the poachers are at it already. <laughs> oh, that's no, good. no, no. We're going to talk league, and look, can I can I just ask player management? I want to hear your thoughts on this, like because there was a state of origin match middle of the week. These players have to back up, and I know you know that, that's their job. But what's your take on it, mate? Is it it's difficult for these players to match back up two days later after so much? Has gone on. They've just won the state of origin and expect them to go out there and perform. Oh, especially after you saw Alfie Langer asking for six mm. more songs on a on a Wednesday <laughs> night. Um, yeah, you know, all, all the players would have been amongst that. So you add in the, the alcohol field, no matter what time they finish to back up. It, it's a tough ask. Look, I, I don't know what the answer is. Do you play it at the end of the year? But we all love it during the middle of the year. Um, I, I don't know, like Penrith are the team that did the right thing, in my opinion, because, look, they've been to the grand final threes in a row. All their players are playing Origin. They've played more games than anyone over the last three years. So um, taking a bit of time off for those players that need it, I mean, it is their job, but then again, you also give an opportunity to some other kids who might be your future. So I, I, mm. I sit in the fence. I see both ways of it. Um, mm. But, yeah, that, that's how I think going forward you... Just got to be concerned about the uh, the late night after the win. Are you getting up on uh, Friday, Ash? You going to be at Mount Smart? Nah, mate, I won't. I won't be. Um, I will be watching it though. Um, just with the coffee though, probably just to stay up. No, no <laughs> nothing else. Uh, just stay off your tweet, will you? Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, Origin's over, mate. I, I only do that for Origin. Oh. Plus, I had a lot of Queenslanders. You know, all the New Zealand people over here go for Queensland. So, unlike you, Kempi, you know, you go for Queensland one week and then New South Wales the next. So. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I'm a Crusader supporter. Be quiet. Yeah, the chameleon. <laughs> the chameleon we call him, Ash. The chameleon. Hey, yeah. mate, brother. Thanks it's very good. much. <laughs> Thanks very much for your time this morning, man. Appreciate it. Go well. All good. Have a good day, lads. Yeah, you too. And, you know, it's interesting you talk about player welfare. Is he, I, yeah. I, I want to talk about um, commentator welfare as well because, you know, 
Um, ben Hunter, that might have had to back up from Wednesday to Saturday or Friday, but the one, Tony Kemp, had to back up from doing breakfast on Friday morning, getting up at 3.30 in the morning and still be on air at 1 o'clock in the, uh, the following morning doing the Warriors call. I think, you know, there's, we, we need to acknowledge the, the sacrifice. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, if you want to have a laugh, go get on get onto our ECNZ page and have a look at the uh, tries that Sammy Hewitt's called. And it, uh, honestly, I, I think uh, the cut there, I've said... Absolutely nothing. No, the whole seven tries. So, <laughs> I might have been up at one o'clock, Rick, but I wasn't saying a hell of a lot. Yeah, well, there might have been some, some snoring sound effects in the background as well. Dark <laughs> stuff eat is about. <laughs> it is 8.21 here on SENZ. 0800 811 is our number. 0800 811 or double eight double three. We'll be back with your calls and texts after this. It's Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.